Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our Pay Attention Police podcast, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. This week, we have a very special guest, but before we get to her, I want to introduce my colleague and co-host for this week, Cynthia Cook. Hi, Cynthia. Hi. Hi, guys. We're so excited for our guest today. Um, she's a big fave of ours, so I can't wait to get to the interview. Yeah, she is. Um, today, we have Real Housewives in New York City star, Leah McSweeney. Hi, Leah. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We're so excited, especially because your new book, Chaos Theory, drops today. How excited are you? Oh my God. I like woke up like nervous. <laughs> I don't really get nervous very often, but I'm like, wow, my I put everything out there and it's there for everybody to read. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The book obviously covers a lot from your past, from partying, rehab, getting sober, starting a family, sort of family drama on the side. You know, you shared a lot of this on the show already, Real Houses in New York City. So what inspired you to say, hey, I want to write a book and go a little bit deeper? You know, I think that like, surviving my teenage years I always thought like damn I need to write about that one day like because uh it's kind of crazy that I like oh I'm sorry let me let me close my um email now. um it's kind of my bad it's kind of crazy like you know that I survived it and was able to like make something out of my life pretty much so and I'm like you know what I think I need to share this because this could help a parent or like a teenager who's going through the same thing or you know especially right now with like the drug epidemic we're dealing with people that are you know overdosing and addiction issues I think it's just really important to talk about it Mm -hmm. for sure yeah and what what surprised you the most while you were writing this book was there anything that came up that perhaps you weren't you know expecting to come up yeah like I wasn't expecting to be like emotionally like that emotionally impacted by it, I guess. And I was, you know, like really like recalling a lot of times as a teenager and bringing myself back to that time in my life to remember it, to write about it. And just remembering like all these different stories that kept hitting me. Cause it's not something I think about every day, obviously, even though it's part of who I am, but I don't, you know, consciously think about all of those times that happened so long ago. So I guess being emotionally impacted as much as I was kind of surprised me. Was there anything that was really hard for you to put into the book that maybe you were like second guessing? Uh, Like all of it. (laughs) Um, You should see the first, like before the edits happened. I mean, I think my editor was like, you don't want this out there. Like some Mm -hmm. of the things I had to take out. 
just being like as open about like which drugs I was doing because that's something like I've never really spoken about on like I've never talked about that I don't talk about it on the show mm-hmm. just you know something that was private and no need for people to it just never came up in conversation you know yeah. um mm-hmm. so I think that part was a little scary yeah is there so does that kind of go hand in hand with like anything else that you were nervous about people you know nervous about certain things that you were sharing in the book about um that certain people would read <laughs> not not really I mean like in terms of like people that I was writing about yeah um no I mean the only people like I really care about are my family and mm-hmm. like I hope that they're not mad about anything <laughs> Is there, yeah. is there anything that maybe surprised you about yourself through the writing process? Yeah. Um, I or mean, I you learned I about I, yourself, I guess. Yeah, I think I continue to surprise myself, actually. Um, like, I'm still like getting to know myself because, like, we change like every day and like every experience like changes us a little, you know. And um, if you're not paying attention, you won't even notice it. You know, so yeah. I think this made me kind of like stop and reflect, especially on the last two years of dealing with a pandemic and being yeah. on a TV show, which obviously changes your life. Like it made me really be like, okay, hold on. Like I'm in such a different place now. And like, I've had all these different experiences in two years and I need to like sit and process it and like really like figure out what it means to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, speaking of that TV show, um, wondering if there you know, if any of the women, any of the housewives, uh, if they have, they read the book or have they reached out or, you know, come back to you with feedback or encouragement about the project? Um, Dorinda, um, definitely like hit me up a couple days ago. I was like, I'm so, are you excited? I'm so excited for you. <laughs> um, Ramona called me and said, congratulations. Oh, wow. I, she will, she, I, I think she wanted something. Oh, she wanted <laughs> I was calling about someone or something or something, but but the first thing was like, first off, Leah, I just went on Instagram and saw that you had a book. I don't need, didn't even know. I'm like, okay, the part when we filmed it, you didn't show up for. (laughs) Um, So she said, congratulations. And I spoke to Luann and um, she was talking about cabaret a lot, but she did say, (sighs) she did say congratulations. You know, there's been a lot of support. I was just on the phone with Dolores. Cause I'm going to see her. Yeah. I'm going to see her. Uh, I always say Catania. Oh, um, yeah. I, say. I, I just make it like extra. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, she's, she's extremely supportive too, Dolores. So, you know, listen for all the beef and drama that sometimes we have with each other. There's also the people that you meet, you know, in the, the Bravo mm-hmm. universe that are very supportive. Listen, there was some big news, obviously, about New York Housewives recently, about the show getting rebooted, there being a new legacy show. What was your first, re- how did you learn the news and what was your first reaction to it? Um, you know, I got, you know, I, I knew about the news like that right before it came out. You know, I think they kind of did that with all of us. Yeah. Um, I was kind of like, what? And then I was like, okay. <laughs> like the rest of us <laughs> yeah like everyone else's reaction yeah <laughs> like what is that like I was like confused and um I don't know I just didn't have that many feelings about it I'm kind of like okay I think it's a good idea and 
I'm interested to see what that looks like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you been approached at all to, because I feel like you could almost star on either one if they decided yeah. to reboot with either you or Ebony or both Ebony. some of your genuine friends, right. or you could be on the legacy show. Like which, have you been approached about either? I mean, I of course can't divulge. Can't really say. Can't divulge anything like that. Which show do you think that I should be on? I I don't know. I mean, Chris, I don't know what you think, but I, we actually were just talking about this last night because it, it is, we, we kind of feel like either or, mm -hmm. but I, I like that you brought this like downtown, you know, all the Upper East Side women, it was like this huge event for them to go downtown. But mm -hmm. as a, you know, as like a younger person who was really interested in your story because of like, I'm kind of obsessed with like late nineties, you know, two thousands, like Lower East Side culture. So I was like, I really like being able to see that side of New York and you know doesn't Ebony live in like Tribeca or like downtown or something too he was living in Tribeca yeah I don't she okay anymore, yeah yeah so perhaps you know I don't know it's like either or but maybe you sort of represent this you know this different kind of shift that I think a lot of viewers yeah. would really like to see maybe yeah because maybe. you have there was such a strong reaction when you came on last season a positive strong reaction yeah. you know you were a huge fan favorite um, so I would love to see you continue with it. And I feel like you could almost keep the lineage going in a way. So it's still rebooted, but you're still there. But I mean, either or however we can get you back, we'll take it. You and Tinsley. <laughs> who do you yeah. I was gonna say, who do you think Leah should be a part of the legacy cast? Uh, well, I mean, Dorinda's gotta come back. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's really like let me think Dorinda um I think all like Sonia Luann Ramona and then like I want Dorinda to come because I want to see like Dorinda like just sat like bite Ramona's head off yeah <laughs> we all um I think like Jill Zarin I think you kind of have to bring back because she just like I feel so bad for her because she wants to be back so badly it's yeah. like Please let this woman like back on the show for a minute. <laughs> give her an apple. Uh, Just give her an apple. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. Um, and also, it's like, let's see what she's made of. Well, you know what? She's going to be on that um, ultimate. The yeah, ultimate girl show. Exactly. Oh, she is. Yeah. It's interesting to see, you know, how that works and how that plays out. Mm -hmm. But like, bring them. I mean, there's Kelly Ben Simone. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to see Bethany back, but I don't know if she. I would too. I just, you know, what that didn't even come into my mind because I think it's such a non. I know that I, I didn't even think about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just like the classic OG women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you said I. We. I know you said Dorinda. Is there any other women from the cast or who were perhaps with you or perhaps before that you keep in contact with still? Um, I keep in touch with Dorinda, Tinsley, um, Luann. 
I was going to ask about Tinsley because you guys had a good friendship on the show and obviously her and Scott broke up and, you know, has she moved back to New York City? Do you know if she'd be into coming back to one of the shows? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, she's not in New York right now, but I don't, I don't know. I can't speak for her. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, Tinsley. She's not going to get too much out of me that I can't say, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, that's okay. We follow, well, <laughs> um, yeah, and how do you feel about last season overall? So, you know that you had, you made such an impact on viewers and then, you know, you you kind of came around the second season, you had to face a little bit of criticism and, you know, how did you feel about that criticism and, and going into the second season, handling all that? Like it was totally unfair and unwarranted. Um, and if it was like, like, I'm totally fine with like criticism that it's fair, but it wasn't fair. So, um, but you know what? I try to just like remember that people are watching this show and seeing such a small sliver of like everything. And mm -hmm. I think they kind of see us as characters, not really like, we're like just fictional characters. It's like, no, we're people. My grandmother's actually dying. Like I'm actually mm -hmm. like at work right now and can't leave. And I'm in real time processing my grandmother's death and not being able to see her and also dealing with having panic attacks not being able to like leave Ramona Singer's house like it's like it's literally the last place you want to be when you're like dealing with a death or anything so you know that was rough that was a rough way to start the season and it was just a hard year for me just personally it was a hard year for me you know and mm -hmm. I think it reflected like you know in my personality but I I can't fake being like happy and joyful and you know it wasn't a really wow. joyful year it was a pretty dismal right. time in New York City yeah. as well you know yeah but but I also think that if you cannot deal with me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best so fuck yeah. off right how did you feel when when you learned like you guys wouldn't be getting a reunion? Because obviously the fans were pretty upset. I was specifically. I was upset too. And well, to be honest with you, I was um, leaning off my Lexapro, which was like a terrible idea to do. And then I, I don't ever try that anyone, but um, <laughs> I mean, we'll do it if you want to, but I shouldn't have done it. And so I was kind of like dealing with a lot of like withdrawal side effects. So when I heard that we weren't having one, I was actually kind of happy because I was okay. really just trying mm. to deal with mental health stuff but of course it doesn't feel like there's any closure so that sucks yeah we only had one reunion I mean I've only been doing this for two seasons you know so yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm like who where do I exist in this weird bravo world yeah do you think that because I personally like I know a lot of people you know the show was reflecting back this sort of difficult year and the difficult times that people are going through and the political times that we were going through and I felt like there were a lot of people who were like I watch Bravo for the fantasy and I personally liked seeing I don't know some of the difficulties and the challenges but do you think that maybe that's kind of what went into the reunion you know not kind of wanting to avoid more like heavy stuff or you know and, and how no, how do you you don't think so? I mean, we were told it was just a lot of um, scheduling. Mm. Okay, maybe I'm looking too far. Getting <laughs> on the reunion is a big production, and we had, you know, not amazing viewership. So mm. it was kind of like, I think, I mean, again, I, yeah. I don't make the decisions. So, 
Well, you right. did speak about Girls Trip before. I wanted to know, would you be interested in joining that show as well? Oh, what, Ultimate Girls Trip? Yeah. Yeah, that, that actually looks like fun. And it's right. not like five months. And it's not five months of filming. It's like, you know, two One week, weeks or I think. something. Yeah, or two yeah. weeks. Oh, no, no, I would totally, I'd totally be into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you're also friendly with Rihanna, we know. So can you tell us anything about that? And um, have you been talking at all since she announced her pregnancy? Um, I've been speaking to her a little bit here and there. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. Any advice to her on motherhood? <laughs> funny because someone just like someone asked me this too but I didn't, didn't give her any advice I don't think she really needs any and also my only advice for pregnant women is like to not listen to anyone else's advice because people have people are so fucking opinionated when it comes to like <laughs> and their babies and motherhood, their motherhood yeah. and don't do this and don't do that and you should put the baby in a crib no put the baby in the bed with you do attachment parenting don't do attachment parenting it's like just do whatever you want to do the kid's going to end up being a little fucked up anyway because that's life yeah mm -hmm. hmm. you're also friends with um julia fox in her in recovery and she was really there for you for recovery do you have any thoughts about you know her recent uh romance with kanye west she kind of like blew up in the news a little bit yeah. there and you i know you've known her for a while yeah i think um julia i knew that like she was gonna be i think like another girl could have gotten like fucking chewed up and spit out by, yeah. that, by the fame machine and the Kanye machine and mm -hmm. all that. But I knew Julia wasn't going to. I'm like, no, Kanye doesn't even know. Like right. she'll chew him up and spit him out. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> what about you? Are you currently dating? I'm not. Um, you know, I've been so busy with this book. I, you know, I finally converted after oh, two years. Yeah. Like I've just been really when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Just like decorating my apartment. I don't know. Yeah. Like a 14 year old. Like I'm just like, yeah, I'm doing, just, I'm doing me things. Yeah. I'm doing self things. And I think, you know, when the time is right, I'll, yeah. you know, that guy will come around and I'll, want to have sex again but yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to and I'm not interested in dick at all so I feel you oh. I'm like in the same place <laughs> <laughs> decorating my apartment I know it feels like there are like bigger things right now I don't know yeah. <laughs> 
so you we have the book, we have the show, we have a lot going on, Married to the Mob. Um, do you have any other like additional aspirations that are coming to you? Like what you hope is next for you at this point? Um, I have Happy Place, which is um, mm -hmm. yes, as are my sustainable sleepwear wow. company, and that is going to. I think it's just going to have major growth this year. And I'm like adding in new products and working on collaborations. Um, I have a podcast coming out with my sister called mental verse and it's oh, wow. mental health related, but, but like in a funny way, not in like a, uh, like mental health mm -hmm. you know, kind of way. Um, and honestly, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> You're doing a lot. <laughs> Well, we're loving chaos theory and we hope, you know, Thank your fans you. read Thank it and love it just as much. And Thank we look you. forward to hopefully your future on Bravo. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you yeah, for Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Bye. Bye.